Yeah. A job is a means to an end, right? A job pays the bills. A job is something that is, you know, sustainable to your way of life now. It, you're able to make the money that it takes to pay your bills and maybe have a little bit of extra. But a career is long term, right? episode of the lifelong podcast i'm your host coach molly from three pines leadership and visibilityhacking.com and i am so grateful that you have chosen to spend this part of your day with us it's thursday so it must be time for another conversation my favorite day of the week <laughs> well today we're going to talk a bit about career clarity why well there's a few reasons why so first of all we might have people in our lives might be ourselves sitting at home being furloughed. Maybe we were laid off from our jobs when, when COVID happened and lockdown came upon us. Maybe we actually have no place to go for our income at this moment. Or maybe we're in a job that we feel stuck in and we want to be somewhere else. We want to be in that corner office. We just don't necessarily know how to get there. We don't know if we are ready for that. We don't know that we actually have that spotlight on us. So our guest today is gonna to help us understand this a little bit more and understand why it is so important to have that kind of career clarity, to understand where your path is and how you can get to where you ultimately want to be. And I promise you, there's going to be obstacles along the way as there always is. And that's why having a career coach is really beneficial to understanding what those obstacles are, how to reframe them and how to change our perspective so that we see them differently. We don't see them as stop signs. Instead, we see them as challenges to embrace, opportunities to get better at what we do and to what I like to call stepping in and owning these situations. So as I always do, I'm gonna get my guest to introduce himself. So you're listening at home, you can say it along with me. Who are you? What do you do? And how are you changing the world? Cool. Thank you. So I'm Bobby Wheeler. I am a career clarity coach uh, about an hour south of Houston, Texas. Um, what I do is I bring my clients through a journey. It's, it's more of leaning towards a life coach type of situation, but with a really heavily, heavily focused on career. Um, so what I do is I dive into small things like, you know, childhood fears and childhood passions and being able to utilize your passions that you've had your entire life in your career. And so that honestly is how I'm changing the world, just making people's mindset a little bit different every day to where they can achieve their dreams and their passions. Imagine a workforce when everyone shows up inspired to be there. Mm -hmm. Like that to me is a game changing idea to have everyone show up excited to be there and excited to embrace the challenges that that day's work is going to give them. So how did you get into this? How did you fall in love with this? How did you become so passionate about helping people in their careers? Well, honestly, I, I stumbled upon it kind of. It was, 
either stumbled upon or got pushed into it. There, there's a little bit of both in that situation. I've always been a leader. Um, I started out in the restaurant industry um, when I was 15. So got leadership positions there all throughout my journey in the, in the restaurant business. But I realized that my passion was to help people develop. And so I always wanted to be, you know, restaurant manager, restaurant owner, those, those type of deals. And so I achieved some of that. But then when COVID happened, I actually, I actually got COVID. So I got sick with the virus. So it, it had me staying at home for at least, you know, two weeks. And so during that time, I worked on my mindset a lot. I did a lot of self-study, self-help. And I realized that I had passions that I wasn't able to use at work. And I had passions and dreams that I just wasn't able to you know, pursue with the restaurant industry. And so it kind of pushed me into a decision where I wanna be that person that I wanted when I was younger. I wanna be that person that I need right now. And so being that person for somebody else is really the passion behind my career. Oh, I love it. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do too, because I wanna be that person that I needed when I was starting my business. I want to be that, that helping hand that wasn't there before. Oh, I love it. I love it. So you talked about leadership. What does leadership mean to you? Honestly, leadership to me, being in the same position that they are working just as hard as the people that are maybe working under you, so to speak. I don't ever say that someone's under me, but a lot of people do. And working the same position right next to them, getting through whatever obstacle it is, hands-on, working through that, that, that to me is true leadership. Someone that people can look up to and know that they're there in a time of need. Oh, totally. I always like to think of it instead of um, thinking of hierarchies as above and below and chains of command in that sense. I love mm -hmm. to think of it as a circle with your customer on the inside. You're, no matter what your role is, no matter what your job is, everyone's a piece of the puzzle. It's not like someone is more important or less important than another. Everyone plays an integral role to delivering that product or that service to your customer. And when everyone has that same, that same mindset and that same image in mind, they all know they're working towards that same common goal. And that is to further... Uh, to, to provide quality service or whatnot to your customer, be customer centered. Oh, I love who it. inspired your leadership? Who inspired, oh gosh, there's so many people. Um, honestly, a lot of it was my leadership in, in restaurants. There were, you know, there was a select few out of every job that I had that actually displayed good leadership qualities. Um, one of which was the owner of the franchise that I used to work for. He, he was winning was everything for him. So it was, it was always there were there were times in my career where I was working with that company where he would ask me, Hey, are you developing today? Like, are you are you better than you were yesterday? And there was one conversation I remember having with him, where he asked me if I was satisfied with my job work, and I told him yes. And it it was a conversation that was scary at that moment because he was like, I was currently, I was the GM of the restaurant there. And he asked me if I was satisfied with my work and I told him yes. And he was like, oh, so you're satisfied. So I need to find a new GM. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And it, it was conversations like that, that I feel like made him the best leader, you know, never be satisfied, 
always win, Th- things like that, that he just instilled in me. Oh, that's neat. And especially coming from the restaurant industry, which is one of the most, has highest turnover of yeah. most industries out there. And you're dealing with such high stress. What did you learn in, in your time in that industry about managing stress in those situations? What does leadership look like in such a high stress environment to you? Um, to me, it looks like making decisions without, without regret, um, especially coming from management. There were times where, you know, I feel like it's going to be a slow day. So I'm like, hey, you're good to go. Like, you know, cut people, cut servers and cut cooks and things like that. And then it wasn't a slow day. <laughs> and so uh, our first inclination is to think about, oh, man, that was a bad decision. I probably should have kept so and so on. It's going to be busy. But me, I thought, you know, okay, I made the decision. Let me stick with it. I'm going to work with them. And I, I owned every decision. And I feel like that helped me in high stress environments. Sometimes I created more stress, but it was, you know, owning your decisions is a big part in working in high stress and teamwork and owning the teamwork that you have with, with your team there, making sure that you guys communicate perfectly well together and that it's a, a constant flow of communication the whole time. And I love that you bring up previously talking about your definition of leadership as being someone who can actually do the job, who can actually get in the trenches and wants to get their hands messy. So when you do cut your servers, for example, or you end up short staffed, the leader who is willing, the leader, not necessarily the manager, because manager is a title, but the leader who is willing to see that gap and step up. That is a game changer to most industries and finding those employees who are willing to do that, who buy into the idea of what your company is doing. Those are a dime, not a dime a dozen. They're a diamond in the rough. That's what they are. So how do you inspire people to, to become that leader and to, to find, how do you connect passion to leadership in that sense? Um, It's, it's a lot of hard, um, hard work on mindset. So it's a mindset shift that starts with, okay, well, where are you at now? Tell me about your current reality, how you feel about like certain categories like health, wealth, finance, you know, relationships, things like that, and setting a solid foundation without judgment. And that's, that's the biggest part with me is I want to make sure that they feel comfortable telling me how they actually feel on a scale of one to 10 about their health. If they actually feel like a two, they need to tell me that they feel like a two. And I'm not going to judge that they're at a two and they should not also judge that they're at a two. So it's a judgment-free zone from the beginning. And, you know, working through all of those things, we, we dive deep into every category. So how you feel about money and your mindset about money and your mindset about relationships. And it really, it sets a good foundation to be able to determine what their actual passions are in life. A lot of people might be passionate about a relationship with their grandma, or they might be passionate about making a lot of money, or they might be passionate about running a marathon. And those are things that you have to allow your career to allow you to do. So if, for instance, with the grandma situation here, if you're passionate about spending time with your grandma and having a relationship with your grandma because she's 93 years old and isn't going to be like here long, then you need a job that's going to allow you to go see her every weekend or see her multiple times a week. You can't have a job where you're not allowed to travel or where you're not allowed to, you know, request certain days off to go see her. You have to align 
your passions with your career and it works in every aspect. If you, if you want to be able to run marathons, then you have to have a career that allows you the time to train to do that. So I, I really focus on what their passions are first and then through the way of coaching and through the way of these exercises that I go through, they're able to realize that some of the things that they actually desire their career is what's holding them back from their actual desires. Ah, yes. So we're throwing around these, these two words and some people might think of them as interchangeable, but they're not. So what do you think the, or what would you say the difference is between a job and a career? Yeah, a job is a means to an end, right? A job pays the bills. A job is something that is, you know, sustainable to your way of life. Now it, you're able to make the money that it takes to pay your bills and maybe have a little bit of extra, but a career is long-term, right? A lot of people, when they're, when you're young, they say, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? And you can want to be a doctor or you can want to be a lawyer, or you can want to be a superhero for all that matters. But as a child, that's a long-term thought. When, when you say, what do you want to be when you grow up? A child is thinking forever. And so, that to me, a career is something that is long-term and a true career is something that you're able to go to work every day and love it. I like to think of careers as the, the entire package of our entire journey, because I, in my opinion, your career starts when you finish high school. What are you going to do? Every part-time job you have, every full-time job you have, every moment to learn something new is helping you on that path to your ultimate career. Because I talk to a lot of people who tell me they want to be a CEO. Well, in order to become a CEO, there are steps and there are roles and duties that you need to get to in order to get there. So in order, like we talk about mindset, right? So I, I like to talk to my clients about not saying that your career is going to be that CEO position, but instead your career is the journey of all of those roles that you're going to get because nobody, nobody in the world is as uniquely positioned as you are with your knowledge, your experience, your goals and ambitions, your passions. Nobody has that unique set to position them where they are. So you get this fantastic fresh perspective with every new role that you take on. What do you think about that? Yes, definitely. Your experiences definitely shape how you act in the future, right? With regards to jobs and careers, those are foundational points in your life, right? So when you tell somebody, I accepted this job and they ask you what you do, that's a foundational point in your life. If you have gone through nursing school and you've been like waiting your entire life throughout this educational journey to get a job and you finally get one, then you are a nurse. You know, it's not like I'm trying to become a nurse. You are one. So it's like, it's, it's a foundational thing about being able to accept what you truly desire as part of your career. Mm. What would you say your superpower is? My superpower? Yeah. Um, honestly, inspiring others, influencing others to actually make a decision on their future. Mm. That's my superpower. Nice. Any lessons you've learned from mistakes in the past? Oh yeah, loads. Um, with like even tying back to cutting on shifts, 
on and working in restaurants. There's decisions that I stick behind every decision that I make, no matter what. But after the fact, there are, you know, thought processes that have to happen. Like maybe that wasn't the right decision. And there's things in the past, like even with career clarity, I was going totally different ways about trying to, you know, trying to find the right client and trying to get the right package. And I was throwing stuff out there when I wasn't ready for it yet. And I was, you know, not making the right decisions, you know, making, offering my services to somebody before I even knew what they were. Mm -hmm. And so there's, there's things like that because I'm so passionate and I make a decision. So, so split second decision that a lot of times I have to go back and think about, okay, so now that I've made this, this decision, what does that entail for me right now? Because I have to own up to the decision that I made. Ooh, I like it. I like it. So let's talk about mindset again. So say we are, we have a, a person and he's stuck in his job and he feels totally bummed out. He hates going to work. He hates going to bed on Sunday because he knows he has to wake up on Monday and go to work. So what does his, tell me about his current mindset and tell me about where we want to get his mindset and how we get him there. Cool. Yeah. So a lot of one of the actual, one of the like probably second or third exercise that I go through with my clients is about that specifically, about mindset with your career. So I take them through, like in your example, Sunday night, he doesn't want to go to, he dreads going to bed because he knows in the morning, Monday, he's going to have to get up and make that commute to work and go to work. And I'd sit there and I, I walk them through a model that I go through with everybody about, okay, so your circumstance is you have to wake up tomorrow morning and go to work. So your thought about that circumstance is, I don't wanna do it. And I bring them through this whole model of their thought about it becomes their actions. So they wake up and they're angry, they're upset. And those are feelings that they have, right? And so that will bring them to their actual result, mm -hmm. which is they go to work and they hate it. But short story, short form version of this is if you wake up in the morning on Monday you have a different thought, I get to go to work. I have, I have the opportunity to change somebody's life today. I'm able to inspire other people or I'm able to get my work done and show my boss my worth. Then all of those things trickle down. You have feelings of you know empowerment and extreme willpower. And your actions are that you are motivated to go to work and your results are you, you, know, you crush it that day and you show your boss your actual potential. So it's all about your mindset, all about your thoughts about your circumstance. Change your story, change your life. Simple. Yes. So who do you work with? Tell me about your clients. Uh, there's people from all walks of life, but it's in all career paths, you know, medical doctors, fast food workers, everywhere in between. So it's, but there has to be with me, I will not work with somebody if they do not feel stuck in their career. So if I ask them, do you feel stuck in your career? And they tell me no, then you know, I ask a couple other questions there just to make sure that their answer is the one that they want. But I want to make sure that I'm able to make that change with them through that process. So they have to feel like there is a light at the end of the tunnel, if that makes sense, that they're not satisfied with where they are right now. And I want to get them get them to a point where they feel like they are satisfied. And you know, tying back to my conversation with my boss, mm 
I felt satisfied, but I wasn't actually satisfied. I was just telling myself that I was. And so I want to get them to a point where they actually feel like they get to go to work, not have to go to work. And so those are the people it's with me, it's all about mindset. So if you don't have the right mindset when you're trying to work with me, then we're not a good fit. But if you do, then yes, 100%, we will continue on this journey together and you know, make those investments and make those decisions that will revolutionize your career. Ah, I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> so as a coach, what have, like, since you've started coaching, what have you learned about, about career clarity in that respect? With respect to just moving Like, have forward? you learned stuff from your clients or just oh, from yes. the act of coaching itself? Both. Um, honestly, through, through my clients, I learn a lot about the, you know, the human mind and our, our preconceived notions about what, what could possibly happen and mindset and different experiences that people have gone through that I'm like, oh, that, that connects with what this other client had. And so I learn every call that I'm on, something different about either the person, the experience, or how we handle that experience. And a lot of it is, and I just started, one of my clients yesterday told me that they just, they feel like they want to set a good spot for their family. So they feel like they have to pursue a career that is money driven, that is high, high impact paying. And I was like, working through some stuff with him and that that mindset still stayed the same he wants to make sure that he you know leaves a good legacy for his family and i asked him i was like is it about the money in the end or how they feel about who you were and that's what it was someone that could provide for them someone that could be there for them when they needed when they needed him the most someone that is you know changing lives every day and he he realized that the difference between money and passion for family were were pretty close but they were different and so it's seeing those small mindset shifts every single client that i'm able to work with that you know teach me i always i learn something from them every single time that i'm on a call with them oh i love it i'm a huge proponent of learning in every opportunity you have so i'm glad you answered that question correctly (laughs) (laughs) what um what is your hope for the future honestly to be able to you know get this business to a point where it's helping as many people that are qualified and that people that are actually wanting to you know striving for that clarity in their career and a lot of it a lot of career clarity coaches will push quit your job go find a new job pursue your passions, go get your dream. If you want to be an actress, go be an actress. And that's not, that's not me. Me, I want to make sure that they're realistically happy. So if there's something in their career that they just don't like, like one of my clients was having, and I tell this story a lot, but he was having some problems on with his, with his actual work environment. He didn't like it. There was some drama that was going on and he felt like he was being underutilized. He felt like they just pushed him off to the side and just left him there. And he's just kind of struggling along. And he, he complained to me about how dark his office is. And he said, he was like, look, it honestly feels like they put me in the back corner and kind of forgot about me and shut the lights off. And I'm here working in the dark. And 
going through some conversations with him, I was like, look, just talk to your boss. Don't be scared. Just get over that fear because on the other side of fear is our true self, our true desires. And so I was like, get over the fear of talking to your boss and just go talk to him. And the whole situation that actually happened with that is the beautiful part to me. He talked to his boss and he was like, hey, I'm in this back corner office where like literally you have to walk down this super long hallway. No other offices are on this hallway. And mine's all the way at the end. And he, he was like, I don't understand why, because the way that it makes me feel is that you just kind of forgot about me. Mm-hmm. And come to find out, his boss saw his resume and didn't have a spot available for him. And so what he did is he cleaned out a storage closet for him, moved all of the items out of that storage closet so that he could have an office. And I, I no joke, I almost started crying when he called me because it was like on a, on a day that I wasn't supposed to have a call. It was the day after our call and he just called me and I was like, hey, what's up? And he was like, I have to tell you something. So he went through that whole process of realizing that his boss wanted him on his team so bad that he cleaned out a storage unit, a storage you know, room so that he could have an office. And he said, doing that just opened up a lot of doors to be able to speak to his boss about his actual problems. And so he got a promotion, he moved offices to a better office and he still to this day, I was like, so how do you feel about your new office? And he was like, I don't like it. I would prefer to be in that dark little corner in the back. And he said, every time that he goes to work now, and he's actually feeling like he's going to get stuff done, he turns off all of the lights in his office. And he, it brings him back to that sense of pride and having that dark, you know, dreary office at the end of the hallway. And so he works in the dark most of the time as like a sense of pride. So that, that story, it's, it's always going to stick with me. I feel like forever I'll be talking about him. That's a great example of change your story, change your life. Because he was wrapped up in this story of, I'm not good enough, I'm forgotten, I'm not worthy enough, I, you know, nobody wants me, I'm being physically pushed away from the rest of my group. But in reality, no matter how flat you make a pancake, there's always two sides. And he figures out that actually, no, he is so valuable. He doesn't actually fit within the existing structure of the organization and that they've created a space for him. And he just needed to see that perspective so he could own that situation and make the best of it. I love it. I love it. Oh, man. So in 100 years after you die, how do you think you're going to be remembered? Honestly, story by story with all of my clients, with all my friends and family, it's all through stories. Like you said, change your story, change your life. And so being able to change other people's stories, I feel like is how I want to be remembered. So when people talk about me, they're like, oh, I was going through a hard time and Bobby was able to help me. Or I needed some, some clarity in my career. I hated my job. And that's the guy that actually pushed me through to get, my, to get the results and get me where I am now, where I have more time, because time is your most valuable asset. More than if you invest your time in something, it's worth more than your money. It's worth more than anything that you can invest because you can't get time back. And so I feel like being able to help people get the time to pursue what they actually are passionate about and their goals and have time with their family and have time to be able to work on themselves. That's what I want to be remembered by. Oh, man. 
So let's say we completely overhaul. I'm a big thinker. So let's think, let's think really big. Let's completely overhaul the education system. And we add in some kind of course or some kind of structure that teaches and teaches kids these mindset tactics, teaches them that perspective change to truly value themselves and their skills and their time in a way that embraces everything you're teaching. So say we do that. It's a really great program. Everyone's involved. They love it. What does the world look like in 50 years when everyone is embracing this perspective? Oh, it's, it's crazy the change that you can see. People will not be working, you know, working for the weekend kind of thing. People won't be pursuing money because that's what a lot of even the public education system now is like, get a good paying job. You know, you want to be a doctor. You want to be a lawyer. Go to college. Like, get a degree. Those kind of things. I went to college and I flunked out. Like I decided that I didn't want to wake up early enough at 8 a.m. to go and I wanted to just go get McDonald's instead and go lay in bed. And that's what I did. And it's it's part of, it's honestly the education system. So if people had this as a course instead of what is the powerhouse of the cell in school and they taught you, you know, to pursue your passion and your dream and be able to utilize, you know, because if you can have passions and goals and dreams and make money doing it, why not? And so I feel like that's the step that's missing in school. And if we had that, it would be a completely, you would see, because 70% of people in the world hate their job. And it's, you would see a flip of that. It would be 30% of people hate their job. It's because they didn't listen to what they learned in school, if that was being taught. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right. So it's time to wrap up. But before we do, people who are listening at home who are like, I am stuck in my job. I hate it. I need to move forward. I am ready. I am frustrated. If they are screaming at their whatever they're listening to this on, how do they get into your world? Um, well, the easiest way probably is to reach out to me on social media. So and that's where I, I live, social media. I live being able to instantly, in, in a world of instant communication, that's the easiest way. So um, I have a Facebook page, Truly Bobby. So it's facebook.com slash trulybobbyw. Um, Instagram is the same, trulybobbyw. And then I have a website as well. So that's honestly probably the less scary way to, to get in contact with me. It's just to view my website, go to trulybobby.com. And there are things on there that are for more of my clients that want to continue their journey. So don't get hung up on price and things like that. There's custom, I have custom plans. I work with everybody individually. Those are not standardized prices on my website at all. There's, there's ways I can help anybody in any situation, whether it be I offer some free content to you. If you reach out to me and we're not a good fit. I'm still going to offer something of value to everybody that contacts me. So those are the ways. And then eventually LinkedIn will be a big deal. So you can reach out to me there as well. That's fantastic. And those of you listening, you know, he's not going to bite your head, change your story, change your life. My friends, if you're truly feeling that, that fire inside of you, where you literally hate your job, if you are the person listening right now, who is the person who is upset about going to bed on Sunday because you have to wake up on Monday, I promise you, he's not going to bite your head off. The, the worst thing that you can imagine that's going to happen when you call Bobby 
It's not going to happen. The, the only thing that's going to happen when you call Bobby is he is going to inspire you to be your best self and to push yourself to the best possible space in your career. I promise you, my friends. And if you need to re-listen to this whole episode, then do it because he's a cool guy. I want to go hang out with him. So here's my other question before we go. You're in Texas. So um, if I'm not in Texas, how, how, do we, how do we work together? What's your, how do you do this? In this internet age, it's it's the easiest thing, right? Especially with, I feel like with COVID, everybody is doing Zoom meetings. Everybody is meeting on Zoom or Google Meet. Um, there's there's different ways, but I primarily meet with my clients on Zoom. Even if I have a client of mine that lives on my street, and we still Zoom. Yeah. So it's it's definitely the easiest way. It's definitely personable. And it helps me be able to reach people that are in different spots. They don't have to drive all the way to Texas to get my, my services and be able to, to work with me. So Zoom, Zoom conferences, phone calls, text messages, you know, DMs, all of the internet age things. That's fantastic. Check him out on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks, on all of these social platforms, guys. All of the links are down either in the description box if you are watching on YouTube or they are in the show notes if you are listening on whatever of your favorite podcast platform is. So before we sign off, I want to thank you, Bobby, so much for joining me for this episode. It's been absolutely great to have you here. Any last words for everyone? Nope. Just, you know, if you're stuck, you feel stuck, reach out to me. Continue to listen to this podcast because it has such great information. And there's different things, different experiences that you can get from listening to this podcast and being able to to change your mindset, you know, change your life, change your story. We say it, we said it like 25 times on this podcast, but I'm going to say it again. Change yep. your story, change your life, my friends. There you go. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for spending this part of your day with us. It's been an absolute blast. And I don't want any of you to feel stuck in your careers. I don't want any of you to waste the strengths and the passions and the awesomeness that is inside of you. Maybe you're not as energetic and, and whatever as I am, but that's okay. We need people. We need everyone to be inspired to pursue their passions, to pursue their strengths, and to push for the greatest possible career you could ever have. I promise you, those days when you can wake up on Monday morning before your alarm clock goes and be excited to get to work, to solve problems, to serve your customers, my goodness, my friends, the world is going to change. And it starts with you. It starts with one person. And if you're blessed to have a family around you, or you're blessed to be contagious in your spirit and your energy and your enthusiasm, you are going to have that ripple effect to the rest of your team, the rest of your organization, to your whole community. And hopefully we can get inspiring everyone so that Bobby's hundred year goal can happen way sooner. My friends, thank you again for joining me. I'm Coach Molly from Three Pines Leadership, the lifelong podcast, visibilityhacking.com. I'm all over the place. I love you guys so much. And as usual, be excellent to each other.